0: Welcome, everyone, to Take the Lead. I am your host, William Klitschke.
1: And I am, guys, come on. You should know, this is like the ninth episode, you should know who we are. Did it's you just say ninth? let's
0: It's somewhere around there. i can, y'all double-check to make sure we have episode 100. We gotta have a banger of an episode for that one. Pizza. Y- y- we'll have pizza. Cake. It'll be for us, but... Yeah, you not
1: you. F- screw no. you guys. <laughs> no, just, no.
0: <laughs> okay, it's just... So get, get, get your own pizza. And your own cake. And celebrate with us. Yeah. Milestones. The one and only. John O'Halloran. So, John. Philadelphia, Philly. Yes. 2020. What do those things have in common? Well, Philly suck. (laughs) Except Bryce Harper in 2020 sucks. All right. That was a terrible segue into the article, but uh, <laughs> a Phillies rookie hits the most unexpected home run of MLB's unpredictable 2020 season. Oh God! Uh, in a Major League Baseball season filled with unpredictable moments, Philadelphia Phillies Rafael Marchan, Marchan, I don't know, it's a M-A-R-C-H-A-N. Yeah, that's Marchan. Marchan may have provided the most unpredictable moment of them all during Friday's 8-7 win against the Toronto Blue Jays. Playing in just his second MLB game, Marshan launched a game-tying three-run home run against the Blue Jays reliever A.J. Cole. Not surprisingly, the first the home run was the first of Marshan's big league career. Congratulations. Here's the kicker. The home run was also his first at any level of professional baseball. That covers five years, 210 games, and 846 plate appearances in the minor leagues.
1: <laughs> He's never hit a home run in his life. <laughs>
0: In 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 professional baseball,
1: I mean, it's about time.
0: <laughs> but like, Is there could you vi- imagine?
1: Is there a video or?
0: Yeah, here's the video. Marshawn three run home run. He's never hit one professionally until now. It's a five five game. Twenty twenty is crazy. (laughs) Congratulations. Could you imagine not hitting a home run in the minor leagues, getting called over the big leagues, oh, it's my time, and then it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go yard in my second game. Mom, dad, mom, dad, I did it, I did it, I did it. It took me five years, 210 games, 846 plate appearances in the minors, and only two games in the majors. I did it. <laughs> no, but it's just like, it's just cool. Um, Whoa, wait, whoa. Okay, you ready for this one? Uh, Though Marshan, or Marshan, has been playing professionally for five years, he's still a young man at just 21 years old. No, he's only 21. Uh, The San Cristobal, Venezuela native was signed as an international free agent in 2015 for a $200,000 signing bonus when Marshan, Marshan, I already forgot, Marshan, joined the Phillies. He was a highly regarded shortstop prospect. However, the Phillies decided to convert him into a catcher. That's a change. Yeah. Um... His 285 career batting, or 285-342-345 career batting line and 79-61 strike-walk ratio in the minors tells the story. He's an aggressive hitter who makes contact but doesn't offer much power upside. Uh, in those 210 minor league games, he had 218 hits. Of those, only 43 went for extra bases. Marshawn's development will be worth watching. Not only did he provide a spark on Friday, he figures to be an important part of the Philadelphia, Philadelphia's future. That's especially true if catcher JT Rillamuto leaves in free agency. Which he probably will. Yeah. So just like, good for him. By time you hit one. <laughs> Literally. His dad probably disowned him. You suck. Yeah. You're getting a damn warm run. Want to know something funny though? All my baseball stories are home run related, so I'm just going to continue. We're going to talk about some bangers, some bombs, some moonshots. Moon! Speaking of moonshots, plural, New York Yankees hit five homers in an inning for the first time in franchise history. They still suck. With the score tied at 2-2, Brett Gardner, DJ LeMate and Luke Voigt homered on consecutive pitches in the fourth inning from Blue Jays pitcher Chase Anderson. On Thursday night, Voight's home run was his major league leading 20th. Could you imagine peeing a pitcher, throwing three pitches and giving up three home runs back to back to back pitches? I'd retire. You'd retire. Hey, Dad, how was your baseball career? Bringing up a boy, I'll smack you. <laughs> Ready for this? Aaron Hicks struck out, and Giancarlo Stanton and Glaber Torres followed with home runs that gave the Yankees a 9 2 lead in Chase Anderson. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who wrote this article? Ah, oh, it doesn't tell me. It just says ESPN News Services. Whoever wrote this article, I love the word play. Did you get it? Yeah. They chased Anderson? Yep. Chase Anderson? He's probably giggling. In his I accidentally day. banged the table He's today. probably giggling at his desk. <laughs> I am. Uh, the five home runs in the fourth tied a major league record, and the Yankees hit six overall in a 10-7 win. That extended their winning streak to eight. I feel like the Yankees either win a lot in a row or lose a lot in a row this season. It's off and on. Literally. Uh, Aaron Boone said that was a lot of fun. Obviously a tie game going into that inning, and then everyone just started unloading with real good at-bats. Uh, the Yankees are the seventh team in MLB history to hit five home runs in an inning, according to the ESPN Stats and Information Research. They're the second team to do so off one pitcher. The Nationals did it in 2017 against... Michael Blazik and the Brewers. Um, let's see. Gary Sanchez's solo shot in the seventh was the Yankees sixth of the night and nineteenth in the three game series. <laughs> Blue Jays suck. According to Elias Sports Bureau data, that's the most in a series of any length in MLB history, passing the 1963 Minnesota Twins, who hit 17 home runs in a four-game series against the Washington Senators.
1: Who the hell is pitching for them back then, a bunch of six-year-olds?
0: Probably. Uh, The 19 home runs are the most in any three-game span in MLB history. The Yankees also became the first team with six or more home runs in three straight games. Wow. They got clapped that series. Yeah, they should just fire all their pitchers. The Blue Jays. (laughs) Yeah, every single one of them. You're all gone. But my third and final MLB uh, uh, Angels Albert Pujols hits his 661st home run, moves into sole possession of fifth place on all time list.
1: I had that one too.
0: Hey, that's funny. Uh, Albert Pujols moved up on the list Friday night at Angel Stadium. Pujols took Rangers lefty West Benjamin deep for a six hundred and sixty-first career home run. That breaks breaks the tie with Willie Mays and moves Pujols in the sole possession of fifth place on the all-time home oh, run I, list. Oh, I had a six sixtieth,
1: his six sixtieth career home run. That's what I had for news.
0: Uh, Pujols slugged another home run later in Friday's game, so he's up to six sixty-two.
1: This is the uh, six six
0: six sixtieth and six and one six sixty-two.
1: Maybe he'll uh, play another five years, ten years. And Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I know. He just. Have,
0: <laughs> do you know what his stats are this year?
1: No, he's probably Rift terrible this year. One.
0: Pool host now entering, entered Friday's game hitting 231, 286, 385 batting line with four home runs in 34 games. That's probably the lowest he's ever hit in his life. Probably. He is no longer the hitter he was in his prime. Of no course. way. The article actually says, of course. Yeah. Uh, but Pujols will go down as one of the greatest right-handed batters in baseball history. The game has not seen a greater offensive force this century.
1: Yeah, he's definitely, definitely has gone down. Well, he's. He's Siri. How old is Albert Pujols? Oh, so Albert Pujols is 24 years old. He has six, six, <laughs> 662 career home runs.
0: <laughs> Want to hear the updated 40? list? Yes. Uh, one, Barry Bonds, 762. Cheater. <laughs> Two, Hank Aaron, 755. Should be the real home run king. Three, Babe Ruth, 714. Probably one of the greatest of all time. Four, Alex Rodriguez, 696. Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. Five, Poolhost, 662. I have no idea so, if he so used Roids. So here's my question Does Poolhost pass Rodriguez?
1: If he plays one more season. Oh, Earlier this more.
0: season, Pujols passed Rodriguez on MLB's all-time RBI list to move into sole possession of second place. Only the legendary Hank Aaron who recorded 2297 RBIs in 23 seasons stands in front of Pujols, who has 2098.
1: Uh, Rodriguez is at 696, uh, he would have to play what, I think 2 or 3 2 or 3 uh, I don't know. This is probably his last season. He's 40 years old. Yeah,
0: he yeah, he's yeah, he's forty. If he plays I don't think he'll get there. Mm-mm. But he's so close to being Hank Aaron in the RBIs too. He is? He's less than two hundred away for first all time. He would have to play at least another season to do that. No, he'd probably have to get two. He's not gonna get two hundred
1: RBIs. Unless he just juices it up for one last season.
0: <laughs> <laughs>, juices it up for his final year. Um It should be noted, however, that MLB does not count RBIs prior to 1920 because it was not yet an official statistic. Both Babe Ruth and Cap Anson are in the 2000 RBI club when you count pre-1920. Pre-1920. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think... No, he's not going to beat Rodriguez and uh, neither Hank Aaron for the uh, runs bad in.
0: Um, Pujols is one year remaining on his contract and has an outside chance to catch A-Rod for fourth place on the home run list. He is 34 home runs away, though he hasn't hit more than 23 homers in a season since 2016. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. That was very shocking. Yeah, so I, I think it's unlikely he'll catch A-Rod. But yeah. watch Poolhost get to six 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 at the end of the year and then call it quits. You goddamn shit. Get out of here, you <laughs> demon worshiper. <warfare. laughs> <laughs> not a demon worshiper. It well, let's get
1: we'll we'll like Satan. Get
0: <laughs> the hell out of <here. laughs> <laughs> uh, So that's what I have for baseball. So anything else you want to add for baseball? Um,
1: MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says he hopes fans will be able to attend LCS and World Series games. I'm hopeful that the World Series and uh, LCS will have limited fan capacity. I think it's important for us to uh, start back down the road. Obviously, it will be limited numbers uh socially distanced protection uh provided projections provided. Uh, for the fans in terms of temperature checks and, and the like kinds of pods like you saw in some of the NFL games, uh we'll probably use the same theory. But I do think it's important as we look forward to the twenty twenty one to get uh back to the idea that live sports they're generally outdoors at least our games and uh that's something we can get back to. So it looks like MLB will try to get fans back.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like they will. But... That's going to be so weird, like... Not seeing cardboard credits? Not that,
1: <laughs> but... Like, if someone wins a World Series, is only, like, 5,000 fans in the stadium or 4,000 fans in the stadium. Yeah. Just hear a little cheering.
0: Woo! Have the people on their phones. <laughs> um. Oh, actually... Uh, continue with your... Are you switching stories? Yeah. I just want to throw the stat in there real quick. Um... The t- two thousand twelve to two thousand Boston twenty or two thousand twelve to twenty twenty Boston Red Sox. Ready? Uh for nine season. Four last place finishes, four first place finishes, two titles.
1: So it's gonna happen again.
0: Uh, I just saw a tweet about it. <laughs> that was really funny. So Bo- and then it says borderline impossible. Could you imagine in a nine year span, four last place finishes, four first place finishes, the two titles?
1: So they're going to have to finish first, last place this uh, year, last place next year, World Series, last place, last place, World Series.
0: It's, it's, a, it's a trend. Last place, last place. Okay,
1: so we're going to see about four more World Series. You know what?
0: I'm fine with two awful Red Sox seasons if it's guaranteed with a World Series win after that every three years.
1: I'll take that. Then we can say to Bobby because he be like, 27, 27. I'm like, Bobby, we've seen 13 World Series in our lifetime.
0: 27. We haven't seen 13 World no, Series. No, we're going to, though.
1: We've already seen four. That's going to be six, eight,
0: <laughs> ten. Oh, I thought you were saying. What was that? All right, okay, I so 10 know. World That's Series. Some weird sound we'll just came out.
1: <laughs> 10 World Series, and Bobby like, oh, well, you can sell 27. We can be like, Bobby, we'll not have seen 10 World Series in our lifetime. Yeah. Considering if the Red Sox actually pull that off. Yeah.
0: Well, the Red Sox have already won four in our lifetime.
1: And one for Berto? We talk about Bobby Two. a lot. Two. And they won like 2000
0: and then 2009 or something like that? I think
1: it's just won 2009. Well, wait, uh, 2000. Yeah, but he was a little dweeb back then. Who probably know what sports were.
0: Well, yeah, but it still happened during the lifetime. Was he a Yankees fan that time? I mean, he was probably born, he was probably born with a Yankees jersey <laughs> on. I'm Bobby. Go Yankees.
1: It was <laughs> him when he was a kid and little dweeb. <laughs> little dweeb. MLB, will, which I think is stupid, will ban alcohol from postseason celebrations in 2020.
0: I can understand it, but
1: I think it's dumb. Uh, MLB recognizes it can remove one virtual element from any stadium celebration alcohol.
0: <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> I said it like I was drunk.
1: But not, kids do not drink. Drinking is extremely bad. Uh, the team supply and celebration moments in MLB is going to forbid its uh, presence. MLB can also do a large extent through the terms, control, and clubhouse. To the end, uh, the league is going to ask the players to celebrate on the field and to uh, mask up, oh my god, as soon as it's possible to do. So, uh, current shirts and caps are likely to be disfigured in a way to limit uh, contact as many as people as possible. So, the World Series celebrations are going to look completely different this year. Uh, it's... Man, Corona's just like
0: to ruin stuff. Yeah. Um. There was a perfect inning last night. There was. Yep. Nine pitches, nine strikes, three strikeouts. Oh, uh, one
1: of those immaculate innings. I almost saw one when I was in, went to a Red Sox game two years yeah. ago. Want want to
0: see it? Yeah. efficient
1: aren't beat. fishing. <laughs> back to back punchies for Fleecak. Two down in the second inning. Hey! What an inning for Zach Fleecak! I think the freaking announcer didn't even know what even happened. Yeah, well, yeah, he was like, "What an inning!" I almost saw one. It was Stephen Wright pitching against the uh, Orioles. I'm like, oh, my God, Dad. He's about to have Mac living. Hit. I'm like, oh, there
0: it goes. I cursed like it. Yeah. Do you want to hear the uh, top comment thread real quick? Yes. So someone was like, basketball terms, right? So one guy replied, LeBron James hits a field goal from the 60-yard line after being tackled twice only to find out that he actually hit the rim and the soccer ball went out of bounds. <laughs> and then the next person replied, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I just like, just laughed. That's a good one. All right, go ahead. It's That's the I'd 94th time that happened. It's only happened 94 times. That's Cor- according to at uh, Carson the First on Twitter in the replies. How does he even know this? I don't know. <laughs> He's got 35 followers. He means business. <laughs> Shout out to at Carson the First for that stat.
1: Go follow him on uh, Twitter, at Carson the First. <laughs> tell him we sent you.
0: Yeah, tell him we sent you. He has no idea who we are. No, just He's tell just him some him random reply guy on Twitter.
1: Yeah, just tell him to take the lead sent you.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. Whoa. Uh, Garrett Crochet uh, was drafted in June, and he's already on a, the big league mound pumping 101. Wow, he's drafted in June. He's already in the major
1: leagues. Most of the guys that get drafted in the, yeah, MLB's Twitter page. Usually when guys get drafted, they, um, takes a couple of years. A lot more sliders. I like One his pitching uh, out. Of
0: I like he does with his leg when he pitches. Yeah. Garrett Crochet, get on the show. That's how we sent you. White Sox team. <laughs> This guy in the replies, just to the one-on-one pitch, White Sox winning at least eight championships in the next decade. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more baseball? No, I had the – well, I had dabble holes, but you decided to take it from me. Oh. And
1: that's the only ones I ever had. All
0: uh, right, well, I'll just say for the third straight year, the Athletics are heading to the postseason. Oh, I saw that. Clinched. Yep. Sort of the, um, the Dodgers. Yep. Um, uh, Jose Abreu was asked about his chances of winning that AL MVP. And he said, um, I'm my mom's MVP every single day. And that's what matters to me. Aw, that's cute. Jose. Um, yeah, I just typed in MLB on Twitter and just getting some stuff. Yeah. Just freaking... I just see more Garrett Crochet. He was drafted three months ago, and he's already pitching in the big leagues. It just takes those guys a couple of years. Has anyone ever gone that fast from being drafted to be I playing don't in know the major Bryce Harper didn't even go that fast. I he know. spent some time in the minors. But then again, there was no minor league season. That's also true. So uh, I guess that's a factor. Uh, want to go to basketball? Yeah. All right. Do, do, do. Here we go. Luka Doncic's fourth-place MVP finish puts him in extraordinary NBA company and in a class by himself in Mavs history. It was he the first Mav to come close? Um, Let's see. Uh, still being anointed one of the NBA's five most valuable players at age 21 puts Doncic an extraordinary NBA company in a class all by himself uh, where the Mavericks franchise is concerned. This is only the fourth time in Maverick's 40-season history that one of the franchise's own has finished among the top five in MVP voting. Dirk Nowitzki is the only other magic Maverick to achieve oh. the feat, finishing first in 2007 yep. and third in both 2005 and 2006. Actually, all right. I never knew he won MVP. Ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Nowitzki was 25 and had just completed his seventh season the first time he cracked the top five. At age 21 years, six months, 21 day- days, Doncic on Friday became the second youngest player all time to finish among the top five in MVP voting, only behind LeBron James. Yep. I knew you'd guess that. Uh, who finished second in the 2005-2006 season vote at the age of 21 years, four months, and eight days. Of course, had the NBA's four-month coronavirus hires not occurred, the 2019-2020 NBA season would have finished on time, and the MB- MVP vote would have been announced sometime in June. What matters, what most matters, is the 100 sports rising broadcasters in the U.S. and Canada thought enough of second-year Maverick to put him in the MVP conversation.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely see Luka at least winning one or two in his career, if not maybe even more.
0: Yeah, all right, ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Um. And what if Donchus is able to further improve and somehow win the award next season? Just so you know, the youngest MVP winners in history are Derrick Rose at 22, Wilt Chamberlain, Bob McAdoo, and Wes Unselled at 23. And as Derrick
1: Rose. Just if he stayed healthy, what he could have been.
0: Yo. It's crazy. Um,
1: I saw this thing. He's going to be the first MVP, league MVP, not to make the Hall of Fame. You think so? Well, because all the injuries he's had throughout his career. Unless they put him in, I mean, he would have been a Hall of Famer if he stayed healthy. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, we'll just talk about more history. Rajon Rondo passes Michael Jordan for 10th all-time in NBA playoff assists. Uh Rajon, man. Rajon's so good. I liked him on the Celtics. Me too. Much better then, because he was wearing green, but... Um now he's wearing that friggin' golden purple. Yeah. <laughs> uh one thousand twenty-three is how many assists it was to pass Jordan.
1: Ah, uh, one thousand and twenty three. Michael Jordan wore twenty-three.
0: <laughs> Rick. Um Yeah, there's nothing really more to that. Oh wait. Um the former Celtics champion has an opportunity to further climb the ladder with the late Kobe Bryant sitting on the ninth spot at one thousand forty. So, he's right there. Is it
1: possible he could beat that this playoffs?
0: And ready for this one? Um, Larry Bird is sixth on the list with only 1,062. So, there's a chance that Rondo can get into sixth on the list this postseason.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just have to go off the rest of the series and then if they make the NBA finals, which they probably will.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for what it's worth, LeBron James is third on the list. What's LeBron at? Uh, the king is still quite a reach away from John Stockton at the second spot, one thousand eight hundred thirty nine. But he could potentially overtake the jazz legend before he car- calls it a career. Another Lakers great, Matt Magic Johnson, number one, ma- number one, two thousand three hundred forty six. No one's ever going to touch that. I don't even care what anyone says. Yeah, because does this article doesn't say how many LeBron has? It just says he's um still quite a reach from Stockton at. 1839 so lebron's probably at like 1600 or 1500 or whatever and then um just crazy um eh, i might as well just hit my last one miami and boston's young nba players are bucking tradition uh jason tatum and Baum Adebayo are just two of the young and yet less experienced players making an impact in the Eastern Conference Finals Uh, let's see Uh, The average Celtics player this season was 24.3 years old, and the average Heat player was 26.6 years old. Oh, wow, those are young teams. Yeah, Boston and the Oklahoma City Thunder tied for the youngest teams in the playoffs. While the Heat are not a particularly young group, many of the key players for both teams in this series have been in the league for three seasons or less. An unusual composition for a team one series win away from the finals.
1: Um, Celtics are in trouble in this series. Yeah, down 2-0. I was really thought they had a chance, but that Heat team's too good. Yeah, ready for this one?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just Miami and Boston either. On the opposite side of the bracket, the Denver Nuggets have a roster of players averaging 25 years old. Wow. While the Los Angeles Lakers have skewed toward a more traditional veteran roster averaging 28.3 years. The third highest in the NBA. The only teams older, the Bucks and the Rockets, both of whom flamed out in the second round of the playoffs. (laughs) Um, of course, the Heat and the Celtics have veterans, too. Jimmy Butler, 31, is the best player on the Heat in his ninth NBA season. Celtics guard Kemba Walker is 30, four-time alls, four All-Star is also in his ninth year. The Heat traded for two veterans, Jay Crowder. That's my boy. And Andre Iguodala, both of whom have played significant roles during their run. Uh, the third-year All-Stars, Jason Tatum, 22. Baum Adebayo, 23. Uh, the Inexperienced Veterans, Brad Wanamaker, 31. Uh, Duncan Robinson, 26. The Young and the Restless, Tyler Hero, 20. Oh, I love that guy. Jalen Brown's not going to be like yeah. 21. Robert Williams III, 22. <coughs> Grant Williams, 21. Yeah, that's it. They didn't say Jalen Brown? He's not on this list anyway. Oh, wow.
1: Maybe it's a sign of play that they're going to trade him.
0: Well, he doesn't really fit in any of the categories. He's a... Uh, He's not a third-year All-Star. No. He's not an inexperienced veteran. No. And he's too old to be in the Young and the Restless.
1: Jalen Brown he is.
0: I think so. Wasn't Jalen Brown drafted the year before Tatum? I believe so. he's probably so. 24, right? That's my guess. I'm guessing he's 24.
1: He's 23 turning 23.
0: 24. Uh, he's older than everybody on the Young and the Restless by w- at least one year.
1: My boy Jalen. JB and JT.
0: <laughs> All right, hit us with any basketball you uh, got
1: Bucks telling Giannis I couldn't uh, combo, who just won the MVP for the second straight yes. time. They're willing to spend a bit uh big to build the championship caliber roster per report. Uh Giannis met with the Bucks owner Marcus Larcy, last Friday in order to discuss the team's future in their at uh, this point end of the ni- 1920 NBA season. Uh, during the meeting uh, Larcy asserted uh to Contumpo that the Bucks would be willing to spend the luxury tax over the offseason in order to upgrade the sporting cast around the reigning MVP. T- uh according of course to they are. yep, NBA's Adrian uh, Warchnowski, the two sides expect to, to meet again earlier this offseason. Um Right now, I have upcoming free. Well, the Bucks will be able to offer uh, Giannis a five-year m- supermax contract, neighborhood of two hundred twenty million this off-season. Uh, if he declines, if if he declines, our uh, reports have said that the Bucks would not even consider trading him. Um, the last time they made a, a big trade when they traded an All-Star was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in nineteen seventy-five, and and haven't been back to the NBA Finals since. So hopefully, the Bucks don't pull what they did with um the dream uh i have a list of upcoming free agencies uh chris paul who's um he's 36 but he still plays elite level he has a a player option lebron james is a player option but he'll stay uh, leonard uh, player option he'll stay blake griffin with Detroit, player option uh paul george will probably stay then uh gordon haywood's out th- Will be free agent mike conley carol Lowry, demar de rosen uh anthony davis but i'm sure he'll stay um, RJ Drummond. Just imagine RJ Drummond and Giannis in the paint. Um It's only really big names are jumping out at me.
0: What are the not so popular names that are jumping out at you?
1: Oh so the big names are jumping like if um if they're to sign Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, both the honest and the paint. Yeah. If they can sign Chris Paul, who still plays good. Even Carol Lowry. Mike Conley's a decent who, player.
0: Who? Uh, Kyle Lowry. Even Mike Conley. Gordon Haywood. Uh, oh, you said Kyle Lowry while your mouse was over Kawhi Leonard, and I thought you just completely botched it. <laughs> I was like, say that again? But I said players <laughs> like LeBron James, uh,
1: Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard, Blake Griffin, and Paul George. They'll probably stay where they are. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis will probably stay. Probably, yeah. Ooh, Steve Adams, next Celtic, right there. He still plays. Yep. I mean, uh, but the Bucks would be willing to spend money to bring him in. Yeah, I uh, would to bring anyone in. Lonzo Ball. Nah, they got to trade up to number one. Jason Tatum, restricted free agent. Does that mean uh, no not can sign him?
0: Uh, I think it means. Celtics have the opportunity to match a contract. I think,
1: you yeah, know, just imagine the Bucks through him money and he left.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna go.
1: That'd be a heel turn.
0: <laughs> heel turn. Just no. The you can't change my mind on this. Ready? The biggest heel turn in sport in sports history. Do you want to take a guess? What I'm gonna say? Mine was LeBron James before what he did. Oh, what do you want to say, Amy? That's not what I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Johnny Damon going to the Yankees.
1: Fuck John Damon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> his biggest heel turn. Cut his hair. Look at the dweeb. His, 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 looks, his long locks. I think the new word for take the lead is dweeb. So we're
1: going to adopt that word for the podcast. Dweeb. Uh, Mike D'Antoni announces he will not return as Rockets head coach next season that is true it's with tremendous sadness and gratitude that my wife uh, Laurel and I announced that our incredible journey in Houston has ended for now but we'll be moving to new chapters our time here was uh, among the most memorable experience of our lives from the dear friends we made to the incredible partnerships with civic minded leaders in the city officials to the wonderful nonprofits profits and the clients they say, uh, serve uh, Lauren, I will be forever indebted to this community for embracing our family. Most of all, I can't thank the entire uh, Fietta family, Daryl, uh, Maury, the staff, and the incredible and dedicated players I've been privileged to coach. The Rockets are a historic NBA franchise with fantastic fans. And have been uh, proud to join with you and play a part in some of the success here in Houston. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for making us feel like uh, true historians. Um, for that, we'll always be grateful. Uh, he leaves Houston as one of the most successful coaches in the team's history, but a victim of poor uh, current s- of poor. He went won uh, four seasons at the helm, helping James Harden win the 2018 MVP award and four postseason runs. He ran into Kyron Landon, LeBron James, and largely uh, healthy Golden State Warriors twice. He, um, he was underdog in all those four matchups, and the Rockets never made it to the NBA Finals under his watch. Um, he's now expected to be a candidate for several other coaching jobs. The, interp- uh, the Pacers are interested, uh, the Sixers, and the Pelicans. Hmm. All that talent you had around you, Mikey, boy, and you still couldn't win an NBA championship. <laughs> <laughs> no this is way. some crazy news. Uh, fan rediscovers a Michael Jordan autograph bat after 26 years in the trunk of his car. Really. Um, an in, th- uh, in an interview with USA Today's Bob uh, night Angle, um, well, first the guy's name is uh Tony Todd. <laughs> what a weird name. <laughs> Tony Todd revealed that his autographed bat had been sitting in his trunk for thirteen years. And he never took it out. Uh, Todd doesn't have any idea what the bat is worth, but he'll get it. Uh, but he'll get it an idea at this coming Saturday when the uh, bat is auctioned off. Uh the bat was used in a 1994 Arizona Fall League game when Jordan was playing for the uh, Scottsdale Scorpions. At the time, Jordan retired from the NBA. Um, how the hell do you forget a signed bat by the greatest basketball player of all time is in your trunk? You put groceries in your trunk.
0: I don't even put groceries in my trunk.
1: Uh, I'm just saying. This is the guy. This is Tony Todd. Huh. The bat. Huh. Whatever. Next day. The bat. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh he said, My God, I totally forgotten I had an MJ bat, to be honest. Todd told US uh A Today Sports. Um well, the guy mentioned I sprinted through the house like Carl Lewis. I'm not in a uh desperate need to sell it. I don't want to give it away, but there can't be many uh Michael Jordan signed bats. Um I can't wait to see how much that's gonna go for. That's definitely gonna go for a lot.
0: No oh, yeah. Crazy. I'm sorry. I just figured something out completely, and it just ruined a YouTube channel for me a little bit. I, a voice doesn't match a face, and I just don't like it. Anyways, um, so, how ha- do you think Jimmy Butler is overrated or underrated? <sighs> That's tough.
1: I would definitely want to call him overrated.
0: You sure about that? He's the main reason why the Heat are in the uh, conference finals. I'm going to give you some facts. The Bulls last made the playoffs in 2017 with Jimmy Butler. The Timberwolves last made the playoffs in 2018 with Jimmy Butler. The 76ers' best playoff run of the decade came in 2019 with Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Butler. Miami is in the Eastern Conference Finals (laughs) for the first time since 2014 with Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Butler. So overrated underappreciated or underrated he's underrated he he, I think he's underrated but needs a second yes which I don't know Miami's doing really well this year yes so he might have that second or just a good surrounding cast in general I mean he did
1: play with Joel and Breed, so and Ben Simmons then yeah and what do they do
0: when they don't have Jimmy Butler they lose <laughs> and they get hurt.
1: Then uh, Minnesota he had Carlton Anthony Towns. And I think that's it. Yes, yeah,
0: true. And uh, he was by himself with the Bulls, I think.
1: I thought they had someone else on that team. I can't remember. I know they had somebody else. I
0: don't remember. It was I know four years ago. I, don't I know he got mad at
1: the uh, Tim Wolves. He's like, "You mother F is need me."
0: Yeah, they haven't made the playoffs since he left. Nope. Yeah. So Andrew Wiggins,
1: that's who it was. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I think Butler, I don't think actually I'll I'll take back what I said. I don't think he needs a second. I think he just needs a solid cast around him. Yes. Maybe like not a solid second, but a uh very or pretty to very good second and third. Maybe um maybe more than just a two man maybe. He he needs to be the star in order to succeed, in my opinion. This is maybe his personality.
1: Maybe Giannis can go over to Miami. Ooh.
0: Um. I don't know. not much else is showing on uh, on Twitter when you just type in NBA. Oh uh, wait, what? Um. We are. <laughs> we'll talk about this. Off air? Actually. <laughs> All right. Wait, what? Hold on. Um, former NBA guard Ty Lawson has been banned for life from the Chinese CBA after posting a couple of stories on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to go to his Instagram see if they're still there. Uh, it may or may not be. If not, I have the screenshots. It's uh, Ty Lawson 3. No, that's not, not it. it. No, are right, you ready? Want to read out loud?
1: Why not? <laughs> Johnny's woman got the kicks and the low. Might switch up my uh, stand soon. Laugh out loud. Second one. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I really can't say what that one is, but <laughs> uh, yeah, we won't talk about that but um, I'm just going to type it into Google just to make sure that story's accurate, maybe. Oh, there it is. CBA's Fujian Sturgeons won't sign Ty Lawson back after his controversial post.
1: If you guys want to see what it is, you probably should go look yourself.
0: This is new. It's like an hour ago.
1: Oh, uh, guys, once you listen to this podcast... Pause the
0: podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> and go see. Yeah, this post on Twitter was uh, 28 minutes ago, from the time recording. We've been recording. That this came out while we were recording. Oh, so we just deleted it. Breaking news. <laughs> this one, he got banned for saying the women in China have nice asses. <laughs> That's what the ass. That's no, this is what one reply said. <laughs> I think this is what I might be um, doing now. After I'll just go on Twitter, like as we're talking gotta yeah. just type just type in the three letters for the sport. Thank and just God see you found that. And, <laughs> just see if anything funny comes up. But I'm that's going to be the end of the time. I'm just going to be like Ty Lawson question mark, and that's just going to be the end. So Ty it'll Loss be like question mark. it'll be like NFL Week Two predictions, something something, and Ty Lawson question mark. <laughs> that's that's going to be the headline. The title of the episode. Um, (laughs) You have any more basketball? Nope. All right. Football time. I got some some good football stuff. We'll just start with this. Denver Broncos or ex-Broncos running back CJ Anderson retires after a seven-year NFL career. I don't think we really need to expand on that. He's just done uh Rams sign Robert Woods to a four-year extension reportedly worth s- up to 68 million dollars locking up top receiver duo. So, good on you. Get your money.
1: Share some with us.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll um have you on. Um let's see. Fight breaks out at Browns Bengals game des- despite limited crowd. Yeah, and they're going to ruin it for us cuz they're idiots. Yeah. Uh six thousand fans were fortunate enough to watch in person. And and it's had to fight. They still other. managed to get into a fight. <laughs> I, I'm, d- I'm gonna f- scroll down furthermore and see if um anything was um any reasons. Probably I wouldn't doubt if it was mask related or something. <laughs> um I'm not seeing anything, but um, comedian Ricky Smith, don't know who that is, attended the game. He said everything felt pretty normal except for the timeouts and dead time that are usually eaten away by fan interaction and experiences. He shared a video of stadium personnel dealing with mask mask compliance issues throughout the stadium. Uh, Honestly, everything here feels pretty normal except for the timeout slash dead time. Ricky Smith tweeted. Uh, Usually, it would be fan experience interactions, but it's just quiet, quiet. And then uh, mask Patrol been kicking people out left and right, though.
1: This, I mean, you, you have a chance to go to a football game. And you're going to ruin it by fighting people. They're going to ruin it for people to be able to go to games for the rest of the season. Pack mm-hmm. of heads? Well, the are Browns fans, so I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. You know what? Do you want good stats? Or bad stats first. Good stats. Good stats. Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, starting 0-2, but he has he's having a pretty historic first two games numbers wise for mm-hmm. him personally. So let's see. Let's get some good ones. On Thursday, Burrow finished thirty seven for sixty one, uh, for thirty three hundred and sixteen yards with three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Burrow became just the third rookie quarterback since 1950 to attempt 60-plus passes in a game joining Chris Wienke and Carson Wentz. Well, Joe Burrow just became first on that list alphabetically. B-dub- B-dubs. B-dub. That, li- that list is literally Buffalo Wild Wings abbreviation. B-W-W. B-W-W. Burrow Winkie Wentz. <laughs> His last name is Yeah, W-E-I-N-K-E. Wanky. Winky. Uh, And here's the best part. Burrow became the first rookie quarterback in NFL history to throw 60-plus passes in a game and have zero interceptions and just the 10th quarterback ever to accomplish the feat, joining the likes of Big Ben, who did it twice, Aaron Rodgers, and Andrew Luck, and became the fourth quarterback on the elite list to throw for three touchdowns. It's a good list to be part of. Yep. Through his first two games, Burrow has completed 61.9% of his passes for 509 yards, three touchdowns, just one interception. He also has 15 carries for 65 yards and a rushing touchdown. Burrow is just one of 11 quarterbacks in league history to, wait, where did it go? I lost my line. To throw for three touchdowns and rush for one touchdown in his first two career games and the eighth quarterback to accomplish the feat since the merger. That's us good let to be part of. Yeah, this is all with no preseason, no offseason minicamp, and a limited training camp too. However, all that matters to Burrow is the Bengals are winless.
1: That's not surprise. It's the Bengals. Come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, despite an offensive line that gave Burrow less than three seconds to throw and had a number one overall pick under constant duress, Burrow was still able to line up an empty back set and complete passes to eight different receivers, five of which cu- came on the first drive. And they still got a that of that. Ill. Yeah. The Bengals were five for five on fourth down thanks to cl- the clutch play of Burrow and scored 30 points for the third time in the last four games. Burrow's played four games?
1: No, he's only played two.
0: <laughs> Do they just mean in general for the Bengals?
1: I think he's only playing two, unless well, it's week no, four. No, I'm, d- I'm talking
0: about it for the Bengals, like going back to the last season. No, because he's a rookie. No, not Burrow. Bengals. Just the team. Did they score thirty points in the last two games last year?
1: Um, what was two thousand eight? So it'd be two thousand nineteen schedule.
0: Yeah, l- look up the Bengals twenty nineteen <laughs> schedule. Let's see if they scored thirty points in week sixteen and seventeen. If not, I've wait. Oh, they only need one of those two last two games to have thirty points. Because this has three of the last four.
1: I said twenty nineteen <laughs> schedule, not <laughs> twenty twenty <laughs> schedule.
0: Um, scroll all the way down. Yep. Uh, thirty three, twenty three. Oh, and and they, uh, oh, did they not? They must have not scored thirty points last week. Bad. No.
1: Holy crap! How many games did they lose to begin the season last year? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All of them. You have to start off one eleven.
0: Uh, we'll see if they do better than that this year. Um. Cincinnati needed fifteen games to score thirty points for the first time in twenty nineteen, but they reached that number in just two games in twenty twenty. Hey, that's good start. Yeah. So I mean, uh let's see. Uh I have great people around me, Burrow said the offensive line did a hell of a job for me. Not really. Uh my guys are making plays for me. That's all you can ask for as a quarterback. We've been sco- we've been in scoring range, and that's been one positive. Again, we're 0 2, that's all that matters. I'll never accept losing. That's just something that is not in my mindset. I don't want to lose either. And are you ready for the bad stats? Yes. What is going on with the NFL kickers? I heard they're missing a lot so far. Uh, Things got so bad on Monday night for newly signed Tennessee Titans kicker Steven Goskowski that the prospect of removing his pants before the final kick of the game wasn't off the table. He... What the
1: hell's going on on that bench?
0: Uh, Goskowski had already missed three field goals and an extra point against the Denver Broncos when the cameras caught him sitting on the sidelines late in the fourth quarter, his right foot shoeless and sockless. And uh, Goskowski said after the game, I mean, I would have taken my pants off to make that last kick to try something different. You must have
1: been hanging out with Ty
0: Lawson. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't doing very well. I had to switch something up, maybe just for mental sake. The the beleaguered kicker, uh, went on to make his final field goal attempt of the night, partially redeeming himself by splitting the uprights with just 17 seconds remaining. The final score, 16-14 mm. Titans. The story could end there. A bit of human drama that helps making football compelling. But it turns out that Goskowski's week one struggles were broadly representative of a terrible week for NFL kickers overall. The field goal percentage for all teams in week one was just 71.6%. The lowest opening game field goal success rate league wide in in at least 20 years, according to data from ESPN's Stat and Information Group. It was also the ninth worst kicking performance across all weeks since 2001. Of the eight weeks with the lower league wide field goal percentage, just one occurred in the past 15 years. What's happening here? The average length of the 67 attempts in Week 1 wasn't significantly different from past years at 38.2 yards per attempt, so the poor results can't be explained by longer attempts. Wind also can't explain the difference. The windiest Week 1 of the past 20 years was in 2001, according to ESPN stats and info, and the league converted 80% of its 55 attempts that year with an average attempt distance of 37. Holy crap. Uh, in the age of COVID-19, some might point to a lack of preseason as a reason for the That's decline, true. but if, there were, if that were the case, we might expect to find other measures of play quality down this year as well. According to Michael Lopez, director of football data and analysis analytics for the NFL, the missed tackle rate is down 3% from week one in 2019. The drop pass rate is down 4%. False starts are down 15%, and unsportsmanlike conduct penalties such as unnecessary offers are down a whopping 43%. Yeesh. That's good. No, no, lower- that's why I made it. Oh, I thought it was a negative response. Lopez wrote on Twitter: Basically, every metric I've thought to track that would be ten- that would potentially get worse this year has gotten better, except for kickers. I think they should get rid of kickers. These mother Fs. <laughs> Uh, and while it's possible that some aspect of the kicker's job could make that position more affected by a lack of a preseason action than the rest of the team, it's hard to imagine exactly what that might be. The stadiums that players are kicking in are largely empty, removing one of the biggest differentiators between practice kicks and in-game situations. And kicking itself is one of the more stable play types in football. There's nowhere near as much chaos on a typical field goal attempt as there is in a pass or running play, for instance. Uh, long snappers could be rusty, but they're specialists who are allocated a roster spot to do one thing and one thing alone, so they have strong incentives to <laughs> remain sharp. <laughs> um, so it's just crazy.
1: I just – I, I don't know how you can – I mean, I'm not a professional kicker, so I can't talk. Yeah. Your God, God. You, you, you're kicking the 10-yard field goal, and you kick it 47 feet the other way.
0: Yeah uh having
1: football uh Tony Romo on Tom Brady adjusting to the Buccaneers he's rare and will come back strong team will be fine as we all saw Tom Brady start off you know start off decent to start the game against the Saints and after that it was uh, is this a Tom Brady that was in New England? No. Through two interceptions one was a pick six.
0: One would I think Tom Brady doesn't know the playbook. Thank you. Or not I'll rephrase. It's not that he doesn't know it. He's had the same one for 20 years. And not that. <laughs> and then
1: an, 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 another thing is
0: he didn't really have preseason. Also true. Same with the kickers. Yep. So, so Brady, we'll see what happens he's in week rusty. two. We'll see what happens in week two when the Buccaneers take on. I have it written down. Take on the Panthers. Rawr. That's my Panther sound. That's your Panther sound. That's pretty so
1: if any Panther fans are listening, try to get me a uh, job, so every time the Panthers score
0: a touchdown, I'll go
1: Rawr. throughout the stadium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just got you a, mi- a microphone megaphone in the bleachers. You're the only fan. Touch a
1: roar. my boss saying put my two weeks and Why I got hired from the Carolina Panthers to be their roar guy. I'm making
0: like half of what I'm making here, but I gotta go live in Carolina now. So please.
1: Um. He finished off. He went two for thirty six on t- wait twenty three for thirty six. I was
0: about to say two for thirty six. No one have a starting job no. in the NFL at that he rate. He went
1: twenty three for thirty six on pass attempts and a to 239 uh, yards. Uh, he did throw two touchdowns. Like I said, two interceptions. Um. He's uh, Tony Romo said, uh, "I'll be very careful. Not, uh, um, I'll." He's still very much a believer in Brady and uh says everyone as should be as well. I'm very grateful, not based on everything week one, just every year in the NFL Ramos said in uh in a Zoom conference call promoted by his celebration for another year as operator for the uh Corona hotline. Everybody before the season starts, it's going to be amazing. Everyone has it all figured out and everyone has their plan and everything is great. Uh, every new team has their new uh, new coach and their new players, and they all have done the new scheme. Everyone's going to be great. Um, he said everyone's going to see week one, and uh, here's what they say from a fan's perspective or writer. We all go. That's not going to be any good. You see that? Ah, terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, this year is a very unique year. Uh, these guys have not been together all offseason, adjusting to the players right now. You're trying to adjust to your own system. Um, I just think it's a rest for Tom Brady. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll bounce back. It's a typical Tom Brady. You know, when he was with the Patriots, the Patriots would start zero and two, one and two, two and two, and people would write Tom Brady off and say it's time to retire. Then all of a sudden, the Patriots win ten, eleven games in a row to have a first round bye. Um, I'm not saying the Bucks are going to do it, but I just think the Bucks will be fine. I still think the Bucs have a chance to make the playoffs. Um it's just for for Tom Brady. It's gonna take some time to uh get adjusted to this new situation he's in. Yeah. He's been the same one for twenty years. Um well he wasn't the same one for twenty years. Now it's different. Um He did play pretty crappy though.
0: Yeah. It wasn't great it wasn't great for him.
1: No. I think it mainly like we said preseason, only preseason. season. He's f- 41, forty one, forty two years old. So he's not the Tom Brady. 10 years ago, when he'd start to seize on fire. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady responds to Bruce Harrison's criticism of him and Buccaneers uh, opening the loss of Saints. It's a lot of Tom Brady stories I got here.
0: TV 12. Can't be stopped. Except um, against the Saints.
1: Bruce Aarons didn't pull any punches when uh, assisting Tom Brady to beat in the Buccaneers week one where the quarterback threw uh, obviously two interceptions in the, the 34-23 uh, loss to New Orleans. The head coach wasn't shy of pointing out where Brady made his mistakes in the middle, uh, mistakes in the mid- aftermath of the opener even fall this next day. He looked like Tom Brady in practice all the time. So it's kind of unusual to see that uh, in the ball game because they didn't do the things that we didn't get the at ready for. Arians said Monday. Everything they did we thought we were ready for. Um, which I kind of disagree with Bruce Arians because when you're in practice you're playing with your own guys. You're not playing against other, you're not pressing against other teams. You're playing Facts. with, you're playing with your guys. So Tom Brady wasn't ready for the Saints. He um, he uh, later added, uh, his oh, there it is. Uh, then he said, speaks for itself. If you throw, uh, on route and you don't throw it low and outside. That hasn't been the case up until uh, that one. He was a little bit late and it probably would have been a, a better decision to go somewhere else with the ball. Um, Tom Brady said he's a coach. I'm a player. Just trying to win games. Brady told reporters Thursday when asked about Arian's comments. Um, That's something
0: LeBron James would never say. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> Anymore? Yep. Just keep hitting them. i out until we have predictions.
1: It's um, pretty much the same story. Red, um, <laughs> Bill Belichick has high praise for Russell Wilson. I, uh, he said, I don't really see any, uh, any, b- anyone better. Which I definitely agree with. Um, Pish got a big game coming up. Sending against Seahawks, eight twenty. Uh, he said, um. This guy's a tremendous player. Uh, Belichick set up Wilson on Thursday. Honestly, I think he's in, uh, in a way m- maybe underrated, uh, by media or fans. I don't know why, uh, but I don't really see any, uh, I don't see nobody better than uh this player can do everything he's got obviously great leadership playmaking skills he's very uh well in the most critical situations in the game his decision making uh running passing seahawks should have ran the ball uh his passing numbers are extreme uh extraordinary you can put them up against anybody since he's been in the league literally anybody in uh, any category His winning percentage is impressive he's there uh for every game he's never missed Uh, he's got a great ability to do the right thing at the right time. He's a tremendous vision and sees the field extremely well. I don't think there's a uh, better deep ball pass in the league in terms of decision-making and uh, accuracy. He attacks literally every inch of the field. You have to defend him. Uh, the deep balls, the sidelines, uh, his uh, scrambles, his ability to get the ball, uh, to his playmakers in space. And then you have to try to tackle him, which is difficult, too. Um... High praises for Bill
0: Belichick for Russell Wilson. Uh yeah, Russell Wilson's an amazing quarterback. He's well deserved.
1: Um Guess what? Another Tom Brady story.
0: Oh, that's here. Uh Tom Brady
1: nearly signed with the Saints this offseason had uh Drew Brees decide to retire. So Tom Brady could be in a Saints uniform if um mm-hmm.
0: Drew Brees retired.
1: Yep. Imagine him throwing to Michael Thomas.
0: Yeah, there was a couple other teams that he almost Yeesh. went to as well. Um
1: the only teams that were down were the uh Buccaneers and Chargers, which is really surprising. I thought more teams would be going for him. Only two teams were interested in him. He near to Chicago Bears. That'd yeah. have been wa- that would have been weird seeing Tom Brady in a Bears uniform. Mm-hmm. But if he we went to the Saints, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, oh my god.
0: Yeah, want to hear something sad. George Kittle is rolled out for Sunday's game.
1: It's not good.
0: No, not good at all, especially for my fantasy team.
1: Uh, Mike Pouncey is the second sailor player to cover a uh, name of shooting police victim on his helmet. Um, he followed uh, pursuit of his uh, offensive lineman, Alejandro Vamalia. Um He released a long statement. I'm proud to say a long statement. I matter on Instagram discussing his work with the police and tagging uh, the police sheriff and uh police station as well as other uh, police stations. Uh, I was given limited information on the situation regarding uh, Antoine, and I was unaware of this. Uh, the whole story surrounding his death and what transplanted during the tri- uh, trial following his tragedy. I should have done more research to uh, fully understand what occurred in his entirety. Uh, make no mistake. I am against racism. I believe the best thing I can do is to continue helping repair relationships between the police and their communities. Um, he said, "I want to, uh, I want to personally, personally clarify what transpired this past Monday night in regard of having Antoine Rose's name on back of my helmet. I was giving them. I already read that part. Um, my work with the police, both in Pittsburgh and back home, uh, is well documented. I don't." Always feel the need to uh, highlight what I do with police departments, but I want to make sure they understand I uh, support a cause of which I do not fully comprehend the entire background of the case. I take responsibility for not doing uh, more vaccinating into something that is uh, sensitive for the uh, community and his family, but is a lesson learned as it relates to the uh, political issue. uh, I can't say that. Uh, that occurs every day in our society. Uh, moving forward, I will make my own decision about what to wear in the back of my helmet. Make no mistakes; I am against racism. I believe uh, for the best thing. I already read that part. Um, system racism issues have occurred in our uh, country for too long, and that needs to stop. My folks will continue to be helping the police in our communities, and I will be su- uh, support making my necessary changes to help those efforts. Mm-hmm. So I uh, definitely, you no, know, I, I, I. I, I I respect what he did. Uh, his teammate Alejandro uh, re- replaced the shooting victim with a uh, fallen soldier, which...
0: Want to know something funny? I w- I was looking at NFL on Twitter just now, seeing if anything came up. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking about I was reading a comment thread about the whole situation. About uh, that? Yeah. With so people going so back, back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just... Too much politics, for th- in the, at least in the back and forth I read to just talk about on the yeah. show. But
1: um, Now it's time.
0: No. I have one more thing Mama. that I saw on Twitter. So you, back to uh, the Rams signing the wide receiver. Yep. Right? Robert Woods. Yep. So apparently everyone's been tagging the Rams on Twitter and uh, asking how they can pay for it. And the official Rams Twitter account tweeted: "Friendly reminder that we don't have the answers to your salary cap questions. We just run the social media here. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like I like how I was doing that. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I wanted to share. Um, now it's time. We are one hour and two minutes in. Now and it's we're time. finally getting to predictions for the weekly picks. So Bill, will I?
1: Will I? Will I? Will I? Am." Well, I am, and myself went 11 to 5 last week. We're not going to talk about the Eagles game.
0: Um, Did you just say you want to talk about the Eagles? I said, game? nope, we're not going to talk about oh, the Eagles okay, game. Gonna t- I thought you were going to rant. Nope, r- nope. I-, I just thought you were going to rant. That's nope, all.
1: Hell no. I do enough of that for this damn team.
0: Um, All right. Well, we're already an hour in, so we'll kind of just go quick. Week one, we both finished 11 and 5. Yep. And. Uh John picked the Browns, I picked the Bengals. So that's uh, John's up one oh this week. So John, Giants Bears.
1: Giants Bears. Um this shouldn't be an easy one. Check when Barkley got shut down last week. Um did absolutely terrible for my fans team. I think the uh I'm gonna go with the Bears in this one. Um, Mitch Trubisky played great last week um, Giants running back I said check Park we had six rushes in week one an average of uh, minus 0.2 yards before uh, contact per a rush um, I'm going to go with the Bears
0: the Bears yep I'm going with the Bears as well Saquon is going down Rams-Eagles. I'm picking the Rams. Sorry, John. I don't
1: pick against my team, so. You don't? Um, nope. This
0: uh, marks the second
1: uh, cream meeting between the two picks of the 2016 NFL draft, Winston uh, Jargoff. Winston won the first uh, in 2017, passing four touchdowns. Both uh, enter often underwhelming week one performances. Grinch, uh, Goff threw zero interceptions uh, for the fourth. Uh, through uh, sorry, through zero touchdowns for the fourth time in the past nine games. I uh, went and took eight sacks. Um, I think Dallas Garden Zach are to be too tough for the uh, Rams defense to stop. So I'm going against my
0: team. Okay, dedication. I like it. Can't go against them. Uh, Falcons Cowboys. Hmm. I think Cowboys will bounce back. So you're going Cowboys. I don't like going with the Cowboys. You know what? You'll like this one. I'm going with the Falcons. Why? Because if the Falcons win, they won't get ahead of the Eagles, or at least any further. True. Falcons. Caw-caw. Uh Panthers. Bucks. Panthers. Bucks. Um.
1: Will Tom Brady bounce back?
0: Second game is a Buccaneer. Uh the Bucks held McCaffrey Uh
1: this shut down last season. Um, I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Oh, you are?
0: Yeah. I am g- going with the Bucks. You are again? Yeah. We already have three different. Well, if you include Thursday, we already have four different. Yep. Wow, <laughs> this is something. This week's gonna. Be, this week is going to be the determining factor of who's going to win at the end of the year. I'm yeah. calling it now. Whoever's winning at the end of week two is going to win. Just because of all the different picks so yeah. far. <laughs> um, 49ers, Jets. No George Kittle. I don't think it changes anything for me. I'm going 49ers. Well, yeah, I'll go 49ers too. Uh, just
1: the Jets are just... Broncos, Steelers. Um... No, Steelers did a good job shutting down Shaykh Barkey last week. Yeah. Um the Steelers have gone fifty eight games with the f- have gone fifty eight straight games with at least one sack. Tied for sixth longest streak by any team since nineteen seventy. Um Ben Ratus Roethlis- played well last week. Uh Broncos are still trying to get it together, still rebuilding, so yeah. the
0: You're going Steelers? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Steelers as well. I like Drew Locke, but it's just not enough at the moment. Uh, (sighs) Jaguars-Titans. I wonder if our audience can hear the people outside our door. Can
1: you guys hear those people? Let us know in the comments
0: down below. (laughs) Nah. Leave a review and tell us. Yes. (laughs) Uh, It only took an hour and seven for us to tell you to leave a review.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Derek Henry uh, has terminated the Jaguars for a tune of 498 rushing yards in the past four games against him. Jacksonville... Um, Actually won last week because Will and I once again decided to take the Colts for Brad and once again we're cursed. Yeah. Um, I think just Derrick Henry is going to be too tough for the Jaguars to stop.
0: So I'm going to go the Titans. Titans. I'm probably going the same. Titans. Lions. Packers. I'm just going to go first. Packers. Rodgers had a great week one. I saw Devontae Adams. He went off of me. He got
1: me 41.6 points. Yeah, I know. It was nuts. I'm going to go with the Packers.
0: (laughs) 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 No, no. Oh, your first pick. I'm just kidding. A bunch of fucking Lions win now. (laughs) I'll be so mad. Uh, Bills, Dolphins.
1: You didn't even have to. You already know who I'm going with.
0: I'm marking down John for the Dolphins. (laughs) Bills, I take it. I'll go with the team that shares my name. Will Bills, <laughs> the Will Bills, Vikings, Colts. You know what? I'll go first. Ready? Vikings for one reason. Colts every time, but Colts <laughs> I lose. Well, I was gonna say I have the Vikings defense on my fantasy team, so I'm going Vikings. However, Rodrigo Blankenship. You got me like 10 points last uh, week.
1: I'll, I'll go with the Colts. Brad, if you're listening, I swear to God the Colts lose. <laughs> I'm coming after you. Football team versus Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals because a freaking football team beat my team last week. We're I'm not going talking with the
0: Cardinals it. too. Cardinals did good last week. Yes. Uh, Ravens, Texans. Ooh. It's going to be a good one, but I'm going Ravens. Um, but I'll be rooting for Hop.
1: Yeah, putting down for Ravens.
0: Ravens as well. Uh, Chiefs Chargers. I'm going Chiefs.
1: <sighs> we'll be the same on this one as much as I.
0: We already have enough different this week. It's okay to pick the same. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, this one might be different too. Patriots Seahawks. Um, I'm
1: probably, to be honest, um, this is not a friggin' tough one. I know. The next one won't be as
0: tough, I promise.
1: Um, Cam Newton struggles against, uh, uh Pete Carroll. He's in the Seahawks. He's 2-6 in his lifetime. Um, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I just think... But the thing that, the thing you also look at, there's no fans in the stadium for the Seahawks. And they're considered the 12th man. Every time the Seahawks are home, that stadium is rocking. Now they don't have their uh, home field advantage, basically, but I don't think it matter. Um Seahawks.
0: And you know what? What? Just because you did it, I'm going to do it as well. Not going against the Patriots. I can never go against my team. So I won't go against my team. We'll, so we'll have another different. And last should be easy, Saints Raiders breaking saints yeah i'm going saints as well and let's do a quick cap that's including thursday that's one two three four five six games we have different six picks. different games we have different picks for so john we are just under one hour and 12 minutes into the episode. Where can they find you? You can follow me at Twitter at
1: uh, bar John, bar Haller. You can follow me on my Instagram at John 15 Well, where they can find you.
0: You can me at the f- it- Weeb. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at William Kliske. You can follow the show on both Twitter Twitter and Instagram at TTLPod. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred listening platform. And share. We with the- and we might be doing a test stream on Monday on YouTube for a week two Whoa. football recap. We're working things out, and we'll tweet it out if we do it.
1: And share with your friends and your family, coworkers and whoever, likes sports,
0: please, your mailman. Yeah. And we will see you next week, if not Monday. bye